0: Your home for real sports talk, for real sports fans, 1700 KBGG.
1: Good afternoon, welcome in once again, it's the Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon on 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon running solo this week though, Ken will be joining us here in about 20 minutes or so. As we'll go out to the desert and talk with Ken. At least I think that's where Ken is right now. He's either there, California, he's bouncing around, doing some work, and uh, he'll be joining us here today. Well, off yesterday, at least as it pertains to the show, uh, with our new Natoo show, came back on after uh, girls' state basketball yesterday. A quadruple header, had a lot of fun down at Wells Fargo Arena. We brought you uh, the Johnston-Waukee game to kick it off. West Des Moines Valley, Dowling Catholic, all in action. Indianola got a nice win as they came back and knocked off second seeded Cedar Falls. We'll continue on with our coverage again on Thursday, the semifinal round in Class 5A on the girls' side of things. But uh, here today, normal schedule, all good to go. Don't have to worry. We got you covered from noon until 2 today. And also from 4 until 6 with Jimmy B and TC and the Hawkeye Huddle. Before sub-state basketball tonight on the boys' side, it'll be Johnston and Des Moines North. What a game that is. Tyreek LaCour going up against Boston Grimes. Really good defender for Johnston. Looking forward to seeing that matchup and uh, what we'll see. Two teams ranked in the top seven. Unfortunately, only one of them will make their way to Wells Fargo Arena. The boys and Boone, uh, this is... What they want. They want a state tournament that covers the whole state. They do not want to work to get the best teams in. Not about the eight best. It's about having teams from different areas of the state. That's what they tell us. And that's why you see matchups like this. Number three, North. Number seven, Johnston. Playing in the sub-state finals. Hey, you got to win them all if you want to win a title. We'll see who wins it tonight. Game right here on 1700. So over the weekend, a lot to get into. Didn't have much time yesterday. Really to delve into a lot of different things and want to start, obviously, with uh, the Iowa win. And not because it means anything in the grand scheme of things. Look, the difference for Iowa between being the 14th seed, which they would have been with a loss, and being the number 12 seed as they are and get Illinois, it doesn't matter. This is a lost season. This is a year, one of the most confounding years that I certainly can remember in my 37 years of watching Iowa basketball. This Hawkeye squad, there have been lulls, there have been dips, there's been some head-scratching seasons. But many of those years, the expectations weren't like this. And to me, this is the most disappointing year, certainly under Fran McCaffrey. They've had the Fran Fades in February, they've had teams that struggled down the stretch. Three NCAA tournaments, wins in two of those, it's pretty good. The NIT run that they had in year number three, all those things... It felt like they were continuing to build. And even last year, that was expected to be some regression. Being a game away from the NCAA tournament, which they were. They beat Indiana in the Big Ten tournament a year ago. They're more than likely an NCAA tournament team. Now, it might have been played in Dayton again, but they would have been in the NCAA tournament in the field of 68. But this year, the way the season has gone, and we've gone through the myriad of reasons. Defense, leadership. Guys leaving Christian Williams, not having Connor McCaffrey. We've gone through it all. Roster construction. We've come up with many different reasons for it. But stack it up any way that you want. This was an incredibly disappointing year for Iowa basketball. But what happened on Sunday night? Jordan Bohannon, who hadn't shot many free throws as of late. You know, he'd been sitting on 30 and then 32 made free throws in a row, consecutive free throws made. For quite a while, and he gets to the line twice, and ties the record of Chris Street. And I'm sure everybody knows the story of Chris Street. His final collegiate game against Duke, made his final free throws there, and then tragically died in the car accident in Iowa City. If you don't know the story, go read Rick Brown's book. Just came out about a month ago. Uh, Great telling of that story. I breezed through it and. I'll tell you, I'll be reading that book. I have a a feeling a lot, lot more throughout the years. Chris Street was important to me. Chris Street was the guy that I wanted to be. He played the way that I wish I could. Now, I'm a foot tall, shorter than he is, so that kind of threw things out. He had a little more athletic ability. Okay, a lot more athletic ability. But as an Iowan, as somebody that grew up in this state, watching the game syndicated across the state, as I'm sure a lot of listeners out there did as well, when that was a big deal. When you didn't have ESPN, and you didn't have direct TV, when you weren't able to watch anything on your phone or tablet. It was a different era. And for me, I emulated Chris Street. And those Hawkeye players I saw running on the floor. And for him to, to die in that tragic fashion in his junior season and to have that record. And it meant a lot. Now we had the debate back when we first started talking about this. It's probably almost a month ago now. When, when that free throw streak continued on for Jordan Bohannon. And the question was, well, should he miss on purpose? And and I think we all, we dismissed that thought. We did. I know I did. I know Ken did. Jim did. My buddies, all the same way. I have a good friend that played D3 basketball at a pretty high level. He was an All-American at Simpson, and and he was telling me, no, absolutely not. You don't do that. And we heard from Chris Street's father, Mike. He said they hoped that Jordan would break it. But in a season like this, that's the moment of the season. The moment of the season is not a win. It's not knocking off a great team. It's not a singular moment of a guy going hot like Isaiah Moss against Minnesota and scoring whatever it was, 19 points in a minute and a half. Now the moment that I will remember more than anything from this is a missed free throw in a seven-point game with a couple minutes to go. That's the moment for me as a lifelong Iowan, as a kid that grew up as a Hawkeye fan, as somebody that my love of sports came from Iowa basketball. It wasn't football, it wasn't the NFL. For me, it was Iowa basketball. And for him, Jordan Bohannon, to miss that free throw on purpose, as he did, brought back a flood of emotions, brought back just those great thoughts and ideas and memories of Chris Street on the floor. Jordan Bohannon did it right, and he said it right. Bohannon has taken plenty of slings throughout this season, even back to last year. I watched him play in high school. No you know what I thought he was? I thought he was Brody Boyd. He was a nice player for Iowa. Could shoot from downtown. Jump some passing lanes, get some steals. Wasn't a great player, but he was a nice, solid player. That's what I thought he was. I thought he was an undersized two-guard. And there's still things that Bohannon is not great on. He's not a great on-the-ball defender. But you have a basketball player putting up... Historic numbers in terms of shooting. Putting up numbers, think of the great shooters of Iowa basketball history. Now, some of the, the older listeners, you're going to have to help me out with downtown Freddie Brown and John Johnson. You'll have to help me out with those guys. But at least in my era, over the last 30 plus years of memories, now I think of Chris Kingsbury. Look at the numbers. Bohannon's on his way to so far surpassing what Kingsbury did. Now, Kingsbury left early. But blow those out of the water. You combine that with shooting percentage, it's not even close. Bohannon's a better shooter. Certainly a better shooter than Brody Boyd. Luke Recker. And on and on and on. Now remember Matt Gatons and that great run he had in his senior season. He struggled with his shot for time. And then you look at the assist numbers. Very good. Assist to turnover ratio. Very good. Yes, there are some things that there are limitations for but the continued beatdown that happens, and that would needs a pure point guard, and without a pure point guard, they can't win, it's not true. Jordan Bohannon is not the reason that this is an awful basketball team. It's not. There are reasons a lot more immense than putting on one guy. And this is when Hawkeye fans can be at their worst, when they find somebody and they continue to attack, and attack and attack and attack, and we've seen it before, and we've seen it with quarterbacks. Matt Sherman, a great example. Now, Matt Sherman's healthy back in 1997. They don't lose to Wisconsin. They don't lose to uh, to Wisconsin and Northwestern after they got beaten that heartbreaker against the national champion Wolverines. But he was injured in that game, and the season fell apart from there. But that was a guy that continually took arrows from the fan base. There's something about our own. Like I said, I want to be Chris Street. I want to be those local guys. Those were the guys. Wade Bill, Troy Skinner. Guys that I go, hey, they played small school basketball like me. I couldn't, but I had hope. I had hope and a belief that maybe, just maybe. Never happened. But there's also the negativity. And people that played at Iowa, and especially the local kids, and the young men that played as 18, 19, 20-year-old guys, tell you it can be tough as well you go to Minnesota, you're a Minnesota kid, there's a lot more going on. Even Wisconsin, which is a program, a basketball program, Iowa would love to emulate what they did the 20 years prior to this year. Consistently in the top four in the Big Ten. Regular season titles, tournament titles, runs to the Final Four, Sweet 16 seemingly year after year after year. But it's different. They still have professional sports. They got the Packers. They have the Bucks. They have the Brewers. You don't have that here. This is professional sports for us in the state of Iowa. The Hawkeyes and the Cyclones, that's what it is. And it can lead to a lot of the negativity. It can lead to a lot of ugliness. So if you're on Twitter, Bohannon gets blown by again. You don't need to throw the kid under the bus. You don't think he's trying. You want to put the reasons this Iowa basketball team has struggled on one guy, you got problems. It's not one guy. And you couple that with the selfless act. Missing that free throw. Because he said it's not a record. The record doesn't belong to him. Very well put. Emotional. And a victory for Iowa. A win for the Hawkeyes. They get it done. They'll be playing tomorrow afternoon at 4.30 against Illinois. In the Big Ten tournament as the brackets are set. As I mentioned... A really busy week. So we have the rights to the Big Ten basketball tournament. Unfortunately, we can't bring you the Iowa game. So if they keep winning, well, we'll be shut out there because of their contract with Learfield. But what we can bring you is a whole lot. We'll bring you Rutgers, Minnesota. All right, I know. Not everybody's excited about Rutgers, Minnesota. I get you on Wednesday evening, but we have you covered there. Semifinals, championship, we'll be mixing all that in. Busy time. We have the MVC tournament, you and I. They'll be playing Evansville coming up on Thursday night. The Panthers at 6 o'clock. That will be the matchup there. Then with a win, they'll be playing Friday at noon against Loyola, the number one seed. We'll have the Panthers as long as they go. Still girls state basketball this week, boys state next week. The sub-state game tonight, Johnston North. It is a busy, busy time. My voice, well, I made it through yesterday. We're feeling good. I really am. Thanks to my friends at New Leaf Wellness. They, They have... They've been a big help. Energy sta still up there. I got you covered today. Speaking of today, we got a busy show. Ken Miller will going to be checking in from the road here in about five minutes. We will talk with him. Dylan Montz will be here as we talk Cyclones with Dylan at about 1240 this afternoon. Rob Doster, the lead writer over at NBCSports.com on college basketball. He'll be here at 1.15, and also Zubin Mahente from ESPN. He'll stop by at about 1.35. It's a busy day today. We got you covered all the way until 2 o'clock. The only sports radio show here in the state of Iowa over your lunch hour. Glad to have you aboard with us on a Tuesday. Ken Miller from the road. He joins us next on 1700. Hey,
0: it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is on you, 5 to 9 p.m. Weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker
2: 1700 KBGG.
1: Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it, a new year upon us, a happy 2018. No know a lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358.
0: One of the scariest things that can happen to pet owners is having your pet go missing. That's why the Animal Rescue League of Iowa has partnered with iowapetalert.com to help reunite lost pets with their owners. We post every lost pet that arrives to our doors on this website within 24 hours, and the public can post lost
3: and found pets and sign up for notifications, too. Learn more at iowapetalert.com. Hello, basketball fans. This is Bruce Gerleman and I own Jethro's Barbecue. I opened the original Jethro's 10 years ago near Drake University. There are now seven Jethro locations around the metro to serve you. Tournament time is barbecue time. Jethro's has been voted the best barbecue, best wings, and the best ribs in the city. Come to Jethro's and take the world-famous Adam Emanecker Challenge. Stop in and see me. I am Bruce Gerlman and I own Jethro's Barbecue. Order online at jethro'sbbq.com.
4: This time of year, I don't have kids. I have eligible dependents. I'm not just a woman. I'm the head of household. And I don't file taxes. I file a 1099 with Schedule C and Form 5329.
5: Staples has everything you need for tax season, including the latest software like TurboTax. So get the help you need to file with confidence. And now TurboTax is up to $10 off at Staples.
4: Now I have to take my eligible dependents to soccer practice.
5: Staples, less tax stress equals more tax success, expires
2: 3318.
1: On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide, implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide, and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check AFSP.org Iowa For more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa chapter, online, AFSP.org slash Iowa.
5: Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant
1: Online, washersystems.com Hey, honey,
5: going to the chicken coop to watch the game.
3: Whoa, football season is over. What game? Uh,
5: the basketball, soccer, hockey game, uh, race.
3: Oh, big fan of those sports now, are we? Yeah,
5: yeah, always. You know
3: me. You're really just going for the wings and beer, aren't you? Pretty much. Bye. <laughs>
5: Yeah, buddy, the chicken coop
0: knows what's up. The games are great, but the real MVPs are the flame-broiled wings in beer at your favorite sports bar. The Chicken Coop Sports Bar and Grill, West Des Moines and Urbandale.
6: Well, it's that time of year again, tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services.
0: talk for real sports fans back to miller and condon on 1700 kbgg
1: all right back with you here Trek condon solo edition but uh ken miller checks in from the road and his travels take him right now i believe to las vegas is that right ken
2: yeah vegas for today los angeles for the next three and
1: then thankfully back home all right. So, a long. Well, it's
2: warmer than it is in the desert.
1: Really? Well, that's good. That's brutal. Yeah. <laughs> that's all right. Well, I, I don't exactly picture you sunning and funning out at the pool. No,
2: no. <laughs> I'm in a dark uh, race and sports book and over to the office for a while. And, um, yeah, you know what? I just love sitting in front of, sitting in a race and sports and watching all the screens, whether mm-hmm. it's horses or whether it's sports. It's an environment I've spent a lot of time in, Trent Condon.
1: I am sure you have. Uh, my, mine a little bit different, though. Uh, I don't have those horse racing screens in front of me. It uh, it deals with all the different games going on. And we got tournament action. It started last night with the Atlantic Sun. You can guess that I fired at a little bit of that with Florida Gulf Coast, yeah. the number one seed, getting the cover late. As uh, they pulled away. But the Hawkeyes in action tomorrow. They get Illinois. The day after that, we'll have you and I in, in action against Evansville. So conference tournament time, it's here. And the season, it's been a, a long, arduous one for our in-state programs. But all of a sudden, it, it seemingly every single year, it gets here quicker than we anticipate. And this year in the Big Ten, obviously a lot more.
2: Yeah, no, it really is. And, uh, of course, thankfully the Big 12's got another what uh, they got tonight and Friday for the Clones before they make their way to Kansas City. But, you know, Trent, I'm I'm glad you you brought up the Hawks because I I have to mention um, Jordan Bohannon. And you and I started talking about that over a month ago, I'm pretty sure, just, you know, what if, and let's say he makes all his free throws and gets an opportunity to tie or break Chris Street's record, what would happen, and, you know, the consensus was, and everybody was chiming in that Street's a competitor and he'd want him to make the free throw. Um, and it was really, you know, that it kind of faded away because, for a couple of reasons, Bohannon never got to the line for a string of games. Uh, but then he had that opportunity. And, and Trent, I, I've got to be honest with you, and I've told you this before I cry at commercials. Um, I really do. And I know I'm not alone, so I don't mind saying it. I think it just comes with age. Um, but when he did that and the. And the follow-up, whether it, even is even yesterday, I mean, I'm I'm sitting looking at Twitter and uh, the Mirage and um, Channel 13, Lester Holt's piece. The, just the fact that it was on NBC Evening News, what an unbelievable um, act that Jordan Bohannon um, was was able to pull off. And looking up at the sky and pointing up in the sky, and then the interview afterwards. That that's not my record. I don't deserve to have my name on that one. And I'm paraphrasing, honest, obviously, but. You know, in the 22 years I've been on the radio, I, honest to God, uh, and I know the latest is always the greatest, but I don't think I'm ever going to forget that one similar to, you know, the incredible Drake run, the Seneca uh, willing his team back at Kinnick in what was it, 2002, of course, I was Rose Bowl season. But an individual performance um, and, and what Bohannon did and, you know, just how meaningful it was for him to miss that free throw. And as soon as he put it up and it shot – And it hit the front of the rim. You knew he he missed on purpose. You just could tell because this guy's too good of a shooter. And then to come back later on in the game and get an opportunity and to make them both what an what an incredible incredible uh, few minutes. And you know what? As bad as the basketball season was, let's not kid ourselves. It was um this will be the, that that act will never ever be forgotten
1: yeah it, it's the lasting memory i opened the show saying just that and this is going to be the lasting memory for me about this season and about what we we saw in that one um what what a what a moment and for a season that has had a myriad of issues and we've i think gotten into every single one of them uh throughout our, our programs here throughout the winter time uh for ha- to have that and just the way that Jordan Bohannon has responded to the critics that are out there, the you negativity know. that's been mm-hmm. upon him, you know, all these different things, that, that kid's mature about, uh, beyond his mm-hmm. years. And regardless of what happens with his basketball career, whatever he does, I think Jordan Bohannon's going to go a long, long ways in this world.
2: Yeah, no question about it, Trent. There's no doubt about it. This, he will never, ever, ever be forgotten. I mean, 30, 40 years from now, and, and who knows, the record will in all likelihood be broken, um, but but even whether it is or whether it's not, it, it's immaterial. That that moment will never be forgotten. And, you know, a, a forgettable season will be remembered for that one reason. Sure, there were other things. I mean, Garza and his continued growth and, um, you know, some of those reasons and Tyler Cook's performances, et cetera, on any given night. But that's why we'll remember this one. And I anticipate that, you know, when he gets introduced at Madison Square Garden, and unfortunately it's going to be on opening night, will there be – Plenty of good seats will be available, but let's say there is a little run-in for Iowa. Um, The the Big Ten fan base, I believe, is going to show its appreciation for an unselfish act like we've never seen before, and just amazing, just amazing.
1: So Madison Square Garden is the site, and uh, Jim Delaney, that happened. I, I think it was maybe late in our program Friday, something like that. It was, that. Teddy Greenstein wrote yeah. the
2: piece, and we were speaking with, who the heck did we have on? Oh, we had Siple on, uh-huh. because we were ta- I remember saying, Siple, a guy that you and I both know very well, uh, just had a one-on-one with Jim Delaney, and um, mentioned the fact that the, the, this is never going to happen again. Uh, but look, I, I get it. They had to throw Rutgers a bone Similar to they had to throw Maryland to bone by putting the tournament in Washington, D.C. last year. But, um, you know, that's the price you have to pay for inviting those two schools. And whether you believe that they're good for the Big Ten or not, doesn't matter what we believe the commissioner did. And, look, he he doesn't miss, Trent. I mean, <laughs> give, me, give me the list of things Jim Delaney has swung it missed on. He's been a goldmine for this conference and has, and has elevated the conference in a lot of people's eyes right up there at the top. So. Um, it's it's a one time thing. Get it over with. Swallow hard. The good news is for Iowa, I guess, is you know this isn't a year where it's going to be uh, a pain in the you know what for your fans to get there and watch you play for an opportunity to win a or to go to a Big Ten tournament championship in the semifinal or play for one. This isn't going to be that year. So if there was a year, I guess in uh, you know if you're looking for a silver lining, this would be the year that you wanted away from Indianapolis or Chicago to drivable destinations.
1: Ken, uh, over to the Big 12, and Kansas did it again. I told you. Yep. Why didn't you yeah, listen to No,
2: me? you're right. You're right. It's funny, Trent, because there were two or three different occasions that, you know, throughout the season, oh, gosh, you know what? I'm going to be right. and eh, nope, they're going to do it again. And then a couple of weeks later, I had that same feeling that the Kansas isn't going to win this thing. And, you know, watching them play last night, watching Graham after, I think Graham's going to give Trey Young all he wants for player of the year in the mm-hmm. Big 12. I mean, look at the minutes this kid puts up. Look what he's done for this team. Trey Young's a remarkable story. Uh, Graham was a remarkable player. And watching them dispatch uh, Texas last night, um, look, give Bill Self all the credit in the world because I don't think anyone would deny the fact that of the 14, uh, this one is somewhere in the bottom two or three, at least uh, as far as talent. He certainly had better teams, but in, in a year where the Big 12 has been as fun as it is and of course, the curtain will come down tonight at Hilton. The Clones go on the road to uh, to take on the Sooners on Friday. Uh, but in a year where the conference has been as, as good as it's been, Bill Self
1: did it again. He's incredible. He, he just yeah, is. He it really is. is. It doesn't matter what changes to do it. Now, I was looking at Gonzaga earlier just to see kind of how they stack up. So, so they, won, they won 10 in a row from, I think it was 2000 to 10 years later. St. Mary's won it outright, now they've won six in a row since then, and uh, just one share in there in between, but 14 consecutive, consecutive that, that's the part that I don't think we'll see anything like this, certainly not at the Power 5 structure, so the amount of money that goes into programs anymore, it just seems impossible. It does, Trent, I, I agree with you, and, and the I think it had to be in the student section,
2: right, that had the signs, yeah. Back to, they started on the left oh. and they panned the camera back to back to back, and all 14 of them. Just uh, that—that was amazing. No, I agree, Trent. I don't think we'll ever see this again, and who's to say it's going to end uh, next year? Well, I will, uh, and I won't be alone. uh, (laughs) Not even knowing who's coming back or not. But they—I mean, sooner or later, this can't keep happening. But for crying out loud, um, I think I was working with Jimmy B when I started saying that, and that was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And and there they are. (laughs) Year after year after year on top of this conference.
1: Well, don't forget next season they'll get the uh, Lawson twins that are sitting out this year from Memphis. Oh, they'll no. be available. Uh, the kid from Chicago that went out to Cal. Oh, point guard! I can't think of his get name. Rich, right now. Get Richard Trent. Charlie Moore. That, that's the kid's name. He'll be eligible after averaging about eighteen as a freshman at Cal. It will continue and continue and continue. Our what do you expect at Hilton tonight? Ah, uh, I don't have a good feel. But reading some of the quotes from uh, Coach Prohm earlier today, they'll be ready. Last game in Hilton, yeah, absolutely will. Donovan Jackson back for his final game. The emotion after being away, obviously over the weekend for his father's funeral. I I think I pick them to win at the very least
2: yeah I think so too. I mean, I think the fan base will be in full throat, and I mean, like tonight's going to be any different right, right. um I, I look at they've got the right opponent in there i I like what Oklahoma State and what Boynton's doing with this team they're clearly uh I think their arrow is pointing upward. This was to me well, I shouldn't say that there were a couple of other opportunities that got away from them on, on the road, but remember, they were leading late in that basketball game, and overtime was just a disaster. Uh, As we know, Donovan Jackson had a good night shooting the ball. He was the only one, if I recall, that made a three uh, on anyone on the Iowa State roster. So I I expect them to win a close game for the simple fact that it is senior day, and and, and the fan base, I think, is going to will them, as we've seen them on so many nights, uh, will them to victory and send them off to Kansas City next week um well of course they still got oklahoma um but I, yeah if, if i had to guess i would i would take uh, iowa state tonight
1: yeah it seems like uh, the right one they finish up on the road after that at oklahoma and that sooner's team continues to go the wrong way hey, maybe they could get a little momentum going into kansas city next week if, if that would happen you know would that make a few more people all right let's take an extra day off of work get down there early could you see that happen if they win these final two games
2: I would hope so. Well, look, this, this fan base is so loyal, as we know, Trent, and they, and they haven't got a lot of payback. Certainly in football, they have. They certainly they've had some, a really nice run, as we know, in basketball. But Kansas City, it's Hilton South for a reason, right? And it's not just Cyclone fans that have uh, anointed it Hilton South. It's Big Twelve fans. They they see how they show up down there, and you know, can we kind of kid throughout the season about the the the, the folks that are going to miss them the most are the service industry people because the hotels and the restaurants and the bars. Uh, the power and light district is taken over by the cardinal and gold, and they spend money. And well, we we I mean, you weren't there, but I saw it. They they drank Beale Street out of beer for crying out loud at the Liberty Bowl. That's hard to do, uh, but but they found a way to do it. So, yeah, I mean, the the service industry people clearly are rooting for Iowa State to go down there and you know stay for a couple of days. It's a wonderful tournament. It really is. It's an easy, easy drive. It's a great venue. It's a fun building to be in. you can you know you can drink beer which is uh which is a bonus as well, and then right outside the p and l district. so yeah, to answer your question, I believe that they will Trent. I think that uh they would be well represented if the uh if the team gives them a reason to you know to take a day off work and to and to buy those tickets.
1: All right, Ken, before we let you run, uh now you've had some time to stew. A report comes out Friday night from ESPN about the FBI probe with Sean Miller. Mm-hmm. What, what, where are you at today as it pertains to all this? You know, when we first started talking about this on Friday, it was, all right, this is a big story, changing. And now, the more that I read, the more that you think about it, you know, this isn't schools paying players. This is, you know, some rogue right. uh, runner for an agent getting these guys to come it wasn't bringing in a meal so a guy will go to michigan state so Mil bridges will go to michigan state whatever it is this is to get their services when they leave college maybe this wasn't as big of a deal as we thought uh, initially on friday
2: yeah except the fact that miller's on tape you know paying him the oh, hundred thousand yeah. um that that that's not a good look trent unfortunately i think that this is just the first shoe to drop i don't think this is all that this investi- investigation is going to uncover I think as the you know as the weeks turn into months, and hopefully it does. It, it, hopefully we have some resolution before college basketball next year. Because um, because look, I, I think that there's a bunch of coaches I really and truly do uh, that that are looking over their shoulder, that are waiting for their phone to ring, uh, that have um, you know got caught up in this, and I and I'm sure it, it's it's you know I kind of liken it to I kind of liken it to and. In, in, hear me hear me out on this one okay. the steroid era where you know one guy started taking and everybody thought that you know what look what he's doing and i'm better than him yet he's putting up better numbers than me so now i have to get involved These coaches or assistant coaches are seeing, well, this guy has no business going to this school, but if I'm willing to play these games and play these games in this fashion, then maybe I can get guys that I normally would have gotten to to come to my school to come to my school. So I I think that there's a lot more to this. I think there's going to be more layers when this thing comes out. But you're right. The, The initial shock from Friday seemed to wear off a little bit in a lot of cases. The tape's damning. The tape is damning, and we haven't heard it. At least I haven't heard it played yet. But if it's what everybody says, I don't know how he's going to escape that one. But you're right. It was for, you know, to to acquire these player services once their collegiate career was done, whether it be after one year or even going as far as four years.
1: Ken, enjoy Vegas, and uh, let me know when they post that Iowa-Illinois number, okay? You
2: got it, my friend. I will talk to you tomorrow.
1: All right, we'll see you. Ken Miller checking in from Vegas, out doing some work, but uh, joining us, giving us a few minutes today. Always appreciate that. we got a timeout on the other side. We're going to get a little deeper into that Iowa State game as Dylan Montz from the Ames Tribune will stop by and join us. We'll talk some basketball with him. Always some football questions to bounce around as well. Dylan Montz from the Ames Tribune. He joins me on the other side here at 1700 KBGG.
0: Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700
7: KBGG. Simple enough. I know, I know, I know. You picture a flag flying and it's almost always against a clear blue sky on a sunny summer day, right? Well, it doesn't have to be. Flag guy here. Nothing wrong with a flag flying in the middle of winter. Your favorite team's colors would do well to break up the bleak, cold time of year. Besides, with the football playoffs, basketball getting great, and spring ball just around the corner, it's a great time to fly your flag. Shop Heartland Flag Poles and Flags, 3719 Southwest night in Des Moines, or take free shipping when you shop online at heartlandflags.com. At the Food Bank of Iowa, we know it's hard to believe that someone you might know might be struggling with hunger. But when one in eight Iowans may not be sure where their next meal is coming from, hunger may be closer to home than you think. It affects all kinds of people. Parents, students, families like the Hardesty family. Even though they work full time, they struggle to make ends meet. But with three children, giving up isn't an option. We help families like the Hardesty's every day. You might not know this family, but they could be your neighbors. Together, we can help ensure that all of our neighbors in need have dinner on the table. Donate today at foodbankiowa.org. We're the Food Bank of Iowa, and together, we can solve hunger.
3: If you think trains will stop if they see a car on the tracks, You're right, they will. About a mile after they hit you. In 2015 alone, 230 people were killed at railroad crossings. Don't become the next fatality. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration.
5: Attention farmers, ag retailers, and co-ops. Learn how you can become an owner of a Garner, Iowa nitrogen plant. This program is tailor-made for farmers, agricultural retailers, and individuals who want to benefit from a local nitrogen plant. Visit them at the Hawkeye Farm Show at the Unidome in Cedar Falls, February 27th through March 1st. And visit the website for additional meeting locations the week of March 11th. At GreenfieldNitrogen.com. Again, that's GreenfieldNitrogen.com.
1: By the time that we got up there, his
3: room was filled with smoke. The wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house, blocking the exhaust from my furnace. I heard the smoke alarm going off in my friend's apartment.
1: Without the kid's smoke alarm, my son would not be here today. Had it
3: not been for that carbon monoxide detector, they would come to school and not have their teacher there. I grabbed my fire extinguisher and put out the fire makes technology that saves lives. Get these essential products at Menards. Hello, basketball fans. This is Bruce Gerlman, and I own Jethro's Barbecue. I opened the original Jethro's 10 years ago near Drake University. There are now seven Jethro locations around the metro to serve you. Tournament time is barbecue time. Jethro's has been voted the best barbecue, best wings, and the best ribs in the city. Come to Jethro's and take the world-famous Adam Emanecker Challenge. Stop in and see me. I am Bruce Gerlman, and I own Jethro's Barbecue. Order online at jethrosbbq.com. The 2018 Girls
1: State Basketball Tournament is on the air on 1700 KBGG. Join me, Trent Connan, for play-by-play action of all the locals in Class 5A through the state championship on Friday night from Wells Fargo Arena. The 2018 Iowa Girls State Basketball Tournament is presented by... Mercy College of Health Sciences. Discover your passion in healthcare with Mercy College of Health Sciences. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at therookiesportscards.com.
8: You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200.
1: Check out it back with you, running solo here today. Ken's in Vegas right now doing some work with CG Technology. We'll check in with him again. Uh, just heard from him, and we'll check in again tomorrow. Right now, though, we're going to talk a little Iowa State, Oklahoma State in town for the home finale and senior night at Hilton Coliseum with Dylan Montz from the Ames Tribune. Dylan, what's going on?
8: Not much, Trent. Uh, beautiful day out there. That always brightens everybody's mood, so it's doing pretty well.
1: Yeah, yeah, I wish I could enjoy it, but I'm sitting here in this windowless studio for the next few hours, but uh, maybe I'll have some time uh, this evening to enjoy it. Oh, no, I got basketball again tonight. This is a busy time, Dylan. Oh. I, I know you guys got a lot going on as well. You got conference tournaments going on. You got the state tournaments for the high school ranks. You're staying busy, I'm sure, also.
8: Yeah, it's a it's a crazy time of year with all these different sports kind of going into the championship seasons and tournament play. and. There's a lot of different things overlapping, but uh, staying busy is always good, and it's, it's a fun time of year, too, so definitely no complaints from me.
1: Well, tonight for Iowa State, it'll be the regular season finale with Oklahoma State in town for this one. Certainly one uh, as you're doubling and l things throughout this season that I'm sure a lot of Cyclone fans put in the win ledger. They're just a point-and-a-half underdog in the game this evening against Oklahoma State, but uh, let's take a look back before we look forward. Didn't get it done. West Virginia pulled away, ended up being 15. But in an environment like that, just as depleted as that roster was, I still saw that as a positive sign for the team. Am I crazy?
8: No, and I I think people kind of knew what the expectation probably was going into a game like that, where you have really six healthy guys and then seven um, with Hans Blaze coming in and playing. But obviously with, with his knees and ankle, he. Just couldn't do much. But I think the competitiveness that they showed in the first half is, is certainly something that can't be ignored. And, uh, you know, people talk about moral victories. And I don't think this team is necessarily into moral victories, but they're just looking for any signs of growth or improvement or, you know, just to see that things are going in the right direction. And uh, when you have freshmen play well, that's always a good thing. Tank Lewis came in and hit some shots, and that's good for him. Um, as you kind of look at the end of this season and going into the offseason just to get some confidence for him and um having Lindell Wigginson play well in that game is obviously big and um they just want to see those guys kind of continue to build those good habits and, and kind of um, you know, work on some of those areas here in these last few games.
1: You know, it was great to see Lewis out there basically for the full game. I what did he played, thirty four thirty five minutes, something like that uh in that game against West Virginia hit some shots, gained some confidence there. He also took a whole lot. He took 12 shots of the game. But you know, Dylan, uh, you know, it doesn't, we, we sometimes fall in a trap where we see a guy early in his career and then we make our judgments. And, and some guys never develop it after that freshman year. Now, I remember growing up watching Guy Rucker for Iowa. He was outstanding as a freshman and didn't seem like he ever got better throughout the rest of his career. There's other guys that struggle. You know, Naz Long, he struggled as a freshman. He came out of it, as we know, a very good player by the end of his career. Could we see a, a similar maturation process here for Terrence Lewis?
8: Yeah, I, I think those are both really good examples. You never really know with a kid. I think it's just kind of how they respond to everything. If they if they approach it the right way, uh, then they, I think they can go and, and improve. And I think Terrence Lewis is one of those kids from the South that really uh, that came in highly touted for his shooting ability out of high school Was just... Uh, you know, a monster from outside would, would be able to hit about anything and then obviously the transition to college, it, it's been a tough year for him and a lot of it has been about finding consistency uh, with minutes and that, that just hasn't been there, um, especially through the first maybe three quarters of the season and now it's kind of guys are dropping off of the roster due to injury or, or whatever else and it's adam of case obviously missing the game at West Virginia because he was at his uh, father's, you know, uh, is getting those minutes down, getting more opportunity, and I think for a shooter like that they need they need to be out there to try to, you know, you take a lot but you want to try to get into a rhythm and get into some kind of flow offensively, and that's kind of a buzzword that people talk about for, for those shooters, but it's really true, it's hard to come in cold and, uh, you know, put up a shot, and if the first one doesn't go in, then it, it almost feels like it sets the tone of time, so you got to come in and and keep firing them up. And, um, you know, I think, again, getting this kind of time here at the end of the season is going to be really big for him as he goes in the offseason, get him kind of a base to work off of, to improve, to crack the rotation and get a few more minutes there next year.
1: So tonight it's senior night. We'll see uh, three guys honored this evening. Hans Brace, who has been in and out of the lineup with injuries this year, Jeff Beverly, who's been around and it's been inconsistent minutes for him throughout the season. And, of course, Donovan Jackson, who missed the game uh, with the funeral for his father against West Virginia over the weekend. Different roles. Uh, none of the three guys were part of the program for four years. But but uh, all going to get ovations. Donovan Jackson, though, he's going to get the biggest one, I'm sure, tonight.
8: Yeah, obviously people know him a little bit better than Hans Brace or Jeff Beverly or Yudra for one year. But everybody's kind of had their own niche or role on this team, and it's obviously – uh, he has been an interesting year, a, a different kind of year. But Donovan Jackson, when you think of some of the moments he's had this year, coming back and playing as well as he did uh, last week against TCU after uh, it was the first game back after his father passed away, it was uh, really big for him. And just kind of the heart and fight he showed in that game, and you kind of look back throughout his career, he's had some really big moments. Uh, the, the shot at Kansas last year to win at Allen house and snap that streak was. Is, is probably going to be the biggest shot he's remembered for. But that's kind of what he was on last year's team, too. He was a guy that could come in and hit a couple clutch buckets and, and open the things up for the offense and space the floor a little bit. And then he's had to shoulder, obviously, some leadership this year and uh, a little bit different role with so many young guys and so many new guys on the team. But um, they've, they've taken their punches and, and everything. But I think the way, um, you know, Steve Crumb talks about it now, especially uh, facing that adversity off the court. Um, it's it's something that can kind of be a beacon for those other guys to look to and how you handle things the right way. So I think there's going to be a lot of things to remember Donovan Jackson for, and um, certainly uh, people recognize that tonight.
1: Talking with Dylan Monts from the Ames Tribune, taking a look at Iowa State as they prepare for Oklahoma State tonight, senior night at Hilton Coliseum. The other two guys, Beverly and Brace. And for Brace, it's been uh, the injuries that we've talked about. But Beverly maybe just has not provided the same kind of punch. The program was built a lot with help of grad transfers, normal transfers, guys that had come in going back to the Hoyberg era. As you look back the last couple of years, is this going to lead to a change in philosophy if you're not hitting the top-level transfers that you're after to, not just continuing to search out there and getting these guys? Because you know, the transfer market, it's so much different than it was when Hoiberg first took over. And, and there's a lot more teams involved, and it's not as easy to get some of those top-level players.
8: Yeah, really, when when Fred was doing it the first couple of years, it, it seems like only a few schools were doing it. And now, every year, that's become a big part of the recruiting market. It's almost a different cycle mm-hmm. with guys going out there and finding grad transfers or you know, guys that have to sit out or, or things like that. And I think that's kind of what um, Steve Frum has talked about in the past. Obviously, it's going to be a part of your recruiting. You want to fill out your roster. If you can go get a grad transfer, maybe maybe two on some years. That just kind of helps complete your roster just because there is so much attrition in college basketball. If those underclassmen leave, you want to try to keep the balance and, and find some guys with experience. But really, the foundation of, of your class has to be uh, those four-year guys. The the guys like, uh, even if he doesn't stay four years, Wendell Wiginton, if he stays two or three, you want those types of guys. Solomon Young is going to a guy like that, Cameron Lard possibly, um, you know, you, you kind of go back a little bit farther, George Niang, Monte Morris, Naz Long, five years at the program. Those guys are the guys that can kind of establish some tradition, some continuity, consistency, uh, and, and really kind of help you get, get it to a postseason run, or get to the tournament, make some noise in the tournament, things like that. So I think mm-hmm. that's really the ultimate goal is to just have some continuity within the program because, obviously... Um, like we've seen this year, uh, if, if there are a couple classes that were thin on some guys, um, you really kind of have to uh, almost duct tape <laughs> some <laughs> the class together, the group together to try to um, you know, feel the team. So I think they really want to kind of get back to a base of solid three to four year guys that, that really can kind of carry the program uh, uh, beyond just a year or two.
1: Dylan, uh, wrapping up here with you and a look to next week. Still two games remaining. Oklahoma State has mentioned. And then over the weekend, they're at Oklahoma to put a cap on things. As they head to uh, Kansas City, they'll be playing on Wednesday during the opening round in either the 8-9 or more than likely the the 7-10 game. With that, if they do get a little run and and they win that opening game and then pull an upset in the quarterfinals, I don't expect to see what we normally see. But if they get to semifinal Friday in Kansas City, are we going to see a big contingent of Cyclone fans saying, all right, let's let's take the day off of work and let's make our way down to KC?
8: I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. People obviously have um, flocked there and droves uh, the last several years. And even in a, a year like this, I think people still see that as a, a nice opportunity, a little quick getaway. Mm-hmm. Kansas City, obviously, if the weather is like this, people want to get out and um, go to the Power and Light District, go to Westport, you know, walk around downtown, do whatever else people like to do down there. I think uh, that's always been a place that has been special for for Iowa State fans, just the, the number of people you see there is, is pretty remarkable every year. Every year I've been there, it's just crazy. You see every ter- corner you turn on the street, you see people. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Iowa State wins a game, maybe two games. Maybe if they just win the one, people go down and kind of do a little bit of a long weekend there. But it, it, I would, it wouldn't shock me at all to see uh, a big group down there.
1: Dillamont's with the Ames Tribune. Dylan, as always, good catching up with you. What are you working on right now, your latest for Ames Tribune?
8: Yeah, a lot of different stuff. The wrestling season is obviously wrapping up, so I have some things on that. I just put out a piece uh, about uh, Greg Eisworth, uh, mm-hmm. the new junior college safety that Iowa State just signed in December, uh, just kind of a little intro piece on him, which is, uh, kind of interesting. He seems like a, a really intelligent kid and, uh, and obviously a needed position group there. So, just a few different things like that in the works and uh, more to come later in the week. So, uh, check it out on com for sure.
1: Perfect. Thanks for your time, Dylan. We'll uh, check in with you again on Friday. Sounds good, Trent. Thank you. Dylan Montz with the Ames Tribune joining us. One hour in the books. We still got another hour to go. Rob Doster will be by from NBC Sports. Also, Zubin Mahente. From ESPN, Hour 2, up next. Tiki
0: Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons
6: on the Big Talker 1700 KBTG. Boom! Three, three. Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines.
0: Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down, or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you from testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to to nutritional therapy. New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358.
1: 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com
3: Hello, basketball fans. This is Bruce Gerlman, and I own Jethro's Barbecue. I opened the original Jethro's 10 years ago near Drake University. There are now seven Jethro locations around the metro to serve you. Tournament time is barbecue time. Jethro's has been voted the best barbecue, best wings, and the best ribs in the city. Come to Jethro's and take the world-famous Adam Emaneker Challenge. Stop in and see me. I am Bruce Gerlman, and I own Jethro's Barbecue. Order online at jethro'sbbq.com.
4: This time of year, I don't have kids. I have eligible dependents. I'm not just a woman. I'm the head of household. And I don't file taxes. I file a 1099 with Schedule C and Form 5329.
5: Staples has everything you need for tax season, including the latest software like TurboTax. So get the help you need to file with confidence. And now TurboTax is up to $10 off at Staples.
4: Now I have to take my eligible dependents to soccer practice.
5: Staples. Less tax stress equals more tax success. Expires 3318. Attention farmers, ag retailers, and co-ops. Learn how you can become an owner of a Garner, Iowa nitrogen plant. This program is tailor-made for farmers, agricultural retailers, and individuals who want to benefit from a local nitrogen plant. Visit them at the Hawkeye Farm Show at the Unidome in Cedar Falls, February 27th through March 1st. And visit the website for additional meeting locations the week of March 11th at GreenfieldNitrogen.com. Again, that's GreenfieldNitrogen.com. If you're not hungry already, you will be in a second. You already know Montana Mike's has the best steaks and best burgers around. And of course, succulent seafood, your favorite pasta dishes, and great combos with ribs and chicken. So why not choose Montana Mike's for all your carry-out, catering, banquet, and party needs? Whether it's a small gathering with family and friends or a full-blown feast for a large group, let montana mike's do the cooking for you sit back relax and enjoy montana mike's for lunch or dinner montana mike's with two locations just north of i-80 on northeast 14th street in des moines and on highway 14 in newton montana mike's montana mike's is this week's sweet deal Get $50 worth of Montana Mike's gift certificates for only $25. There's a limited number, and they're sure to go fast. So get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com.
3: Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer.